the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. And today, I'm a nut. You know what a nut is? A nut is a nutrient-dense item. You know, and sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes you don't. Hopefully today, you listeners feel like a nut, because man, do we have a lot packed in this next hour of power. Matter of fact, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be joined by a special guest, uh, having a relevant conversation about many things, personal responsibility, meritocracy, quality of life. Uh, and today, my co- my guest, my co-conspirator, if you will, will be uh, Mr. Kendall Qualls. Uh, we had him scheduled last week and had an emergency. Well, Mr. Qualls is the president of Take Charge, and Take Charge works to unite in a time of division. You know, Kendall's organization celebrates the idea of the of the American dream and works to help people of all colors, all creeds, uh, uh, to work hard physically, mentally, socially to embrace and achieve uh, that dream. So it's going to be a great conversation. But again, I got so much. I got a segment here that I got to put a lot into it. And you know, one thing I like to do on this radio show is I like to pull back the curtain. You know, let me let me take you back to the earlier days when I was a kid, when things were much simpler and much younger. And and a a, a, a movie called The Wizard of Oz. Maybe you've heard this before. Oh, we don't play that. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Yeah, and homie does play that because pay no attention to the man behind the, that curtain. You know what they're talking about? There was this little short, fat dude behind the curtains pulling these levers and whistles and making fire come out of this thing and making this huge, old, pretty picture. And everybody's just scared of this big, daunting Wizard of Oz. But there was no wizard. It was manipulation. It was all a bunch of gimmickry. Whoops. And ladies and gentlemen, what's going on today is a lot of gimmickry. And part of my job is this is not a political show. I know we're on a political network, a conservative talk radio, but I talk about socially th- issues. I talk about uh, repeated norms, acceptable behavior. Some of you call that politics because the two have become one. But this is not a political show. It's inspiration. It's education. It's application. But today we're going to talk about some of the lies that have been told to the black community, some of the lies that have been told uh, to people of color. And we'll get to that for the rest of the show, but I want to show you there are lies all over the place. Take this whole COVID-19. And there's a term that I'm going to talk about this week called mass formation, which basically group... 
where you can sway an entire group of people, group hypnosis, if you will. And let me give an example. There are two drugs out there for COVID-19 that around the world are well used, uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Uh, And now both of those are banned. Uh, Doctors can lose their licenses. Uh, They save lives all over the world, have been used for decades, have won awards. And yet we are being programmed, we are told that they do not work. As a matter of fact, i got two clips I want to play for you. Uh, John, let's play the first clip. While the mainstream media condemns the use of ivermectin, the most populated state in India just declared they are officially COVID-free after promoting widespread use of the safe, proven medicine. Here's one America's Pearson Sharp. Ivermectin is getting a pretty bad rap here in the United States, all over the Western world, really. And to be fair... That's probably for a good reason. I mean, it was developed in the 80s specifically for humans and was later found to be effective for treating animals as well, has been used safely for decades, has no known drug interactions, revolutionized healthcare in Africa and has saved millions of lives, won a Nobel Prize for its success treating humans in 2015, and is on the WHO's list of the safest, most effective medicines in the entire world. But sure, just repeat the leftist talking point, it's horse dewormer. The problem, as we've discussed, is that ivermectin is cheap and widely available, and it won't make Pfizer or Moderna $60 billion a year like selling the investigational vaccine will. Yeah, again, I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. One of Joe Biden's biggest supporters, look it up, Big Pharma, they spent hundreds of millions of dollars uh, to get Joe Biden elected. And look at Pfizer and all these drugs, $60 billion of their profit last year. Just think about it. Everybody has to buy their product. The government buys it and gives it to people. There's something called mass formation. It's basically uh, mass uh, hypnosis. And four things need to take place for that to happen. Number one, social isolation. Number two, lack of meaning in life. Number three, the presence of free-floating anxiety. And number four, the presence of discontentness. And because a guy who's no longer in office, who was programmed to hate, Donald Trump, promoted both of these drugs, now these are drugs that help people save lives, uh, and they're banned because people want the message that Donald Trump is bad and Joe Biden good to stay in your unconscious mind. So now let me tell you why this matters, because in India, they don't hate Donald Trump. They love their people, and they want to heal their people. So let's play the second clip. But is there any evidence that it actually works to treat the coronavirus? Actually, yes. Quite a lot, in fact. In India, in the state of Uttar Pradesh, which has a population of 240 million people, the government has been widely promoting the use of ivermectin to treat Wuhan virus patients. And instead of headlines reporting thousands and millions of deaths from deadly horse medicine, state leaders have just declared that Uttar Pradesh is now officially COVID-free. A region with nearly as many people as the entire United States is totally COVID-free. And the recovery rate in India, which no one in America seems to be talking about either, is 98.7%. So let's compare for a moment, because we might be able to make an important discovery here for public health. In India's state of Uttar Pradesh, just 5.8% of the population are fully vaccinated. In the United States, nearly 60% of Americans are fully vaccinated. In India's state, the rate of COVID positivity is 0.01%. In the United States, 
it's 7.6%. In India, they have 199 active COVID cases. In the U.S., we have nearly 130,000 new cases as of September 30th, and an average of more than 112,000 cases in just the last seven days. And in India, they're widely promoting the use of ivermectin to treat the China virus. In the United States, doctors will lose their medical license if they prescribe ivermectin, and our top so-called medical professionals dismiss the drug as nothing more than dewormer for barnyard animals. Do you see a connection here? And it's worth pointing out that Uttar Pradesh is India's most highly populated state where people are densely packed together, much more so than here in the U.S., and it's impossible to practice proper social COVID distancing. So what does all this tell us? That maybe, just maybe, there's something to the claims that ivermectin can and does work against the coronavirus. But no, instead, you have the high prophet of pharma, the good doctor, Anthony Fauci, condemning it, and even major news outlets running fake stories about how 70% of Mississippi's poison control calls are for people taking ivermectin. That story turned out to be totally false. Never happened. And the AP had to find a way to take their massive, jackbooted foot out of their mealy mouths and retract the story. Rather than saving lives, the political, medical, and media establishment are promoting false stories about a safe drug, claiming it will kill you, and instead promoting an untested, unproven drug that actually is killing young, healthy people with no underlying... See, ladies and gentlemen, what I want to do here is I want to expose what's really going on. We are being manipulated. This is not political. This is just the reality of life. And today we're going to have Kendall Qualls join us, and he's going to be talking about his communication with people and how making certain people victims and certain people evil based on the color of their skin is not only silly, it's unhealthy, it doesn't serve anybody, and be honest with you, it goes directly against, it's the antithesis of Dr. King's dream. So I am black. When we come back, we'll have me and Mr. Qualls will be joining us. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. 
Tom Matiney here. Are you thinking of buying your first home? The best place to start is with an easy, no obligation pre-qualification. Just go to getalonewithtom.com. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all applicants will qualify. Program and property exclusions apply. Other restrictions may apply. NMLS number 6606, equal opportunity lender. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Amen, Dr. King. Amen. I am black, and you are under construction on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. If I may, before I introduce my next guest, give you one of my favorite quotes from Dr. King. Dr. King said, you cannot drive out darkness with darkness. Only light can do that. You cannot drive out hatred with hatred. Only love can do that. And let me finish Dr. King's thought. You cannot drive out racism with racism. Only understanding can do that. Dr. King said nothing in the world, nothing in all the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. Dr. King said a nation or civilization that continues to produce soft-minded men purchases its own spiritual death on the installment plan. And my brother, Dr. King, said, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And I don't know about you, I'm only 56 years old, but today we live in an America that looks so foreign to me, and I was born here. Today we live in a country that uh, used to have all these rights and uh, ways of living about meritocracy, about working hard, about God, family, uh, country. Uh, and now it seems to be lost. And so uh, I look for people that are out there that are courageous. I look for people to share with you, not just to, for my own benefit, but to share with my listening audience. People who are out there forging away, who are in the battle, good people honorable people, uh, people that are fighting the good fight. Uh, and I got to tell you, I am so blessed to be bringing on this next gentleman. Man, as I read his resume, you know, I want to be him. Uh, look, he's got a beautiful family. He's an intelligent man, a uh, decorated man. And uh, man, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not, I like God. I'm not a respecter of p- persons. But uh, I got to tell you, this next, uh, our next guest is a good man. Uh, Kendall Qualls is the president of Take Charge. Take Charge strives to unite Americans regardless of background, 
toward a shared history and common set of beliefs. At Take Charge, they celebrate the idea of the American dream and encourage people working to achieve it. Mr. Qualls leads an organization that inspires and educates black and other minority communities to take charge of their own lives and not to rely on government and politicians for redemption and prosperity. So without further ado, let's welcome Mr. Kendall Qualls to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Kendall? I'm doing well, Scott. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it's an honor. It's an honor. And uh, what I said, uh, you don't know me, uh, but uh, I, I choose my words wisely. Uh, I'm an etymologist by trade, uh, and I don't say things I don't mean. And so I want you to know what I said about you is true. And I told you, you got a beautiful family. Uh, I read your resume. It's impressive. I can see your heart in your resume. Uh, you got a beautiful smile, a look in your eyes. you got a spirit of God in there. So I just want you to know it's, a, it's an honor uh, to share this time with you, brother. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you're very welcome. So, hey, I always like to start, you know, because we're all human beings, right? I mean, outside of your resume, uh, outside, you know, the Bible says it's appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. We all stand proverbially naked before God, if you will. So tell me a little bit about your background, your childhood, all that. How did how did Kendall Qualls become Kendall Qualls that we know today? Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, like a lot of people, we, we all have our journey in life, but... You know, mine started yeah. out rocky, again, like a lot of people. Uh, my yep. parents divorced when I was um, five years old, and my dad came back from the Vietnam War, and we moved from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, home of the 101st Airborne, to Harlem, New York. And that's where my grandparents wow. lived. So my mom took us five kids, and I was the young, on the younger side of, of the five. And uh, we go to our grandparents' uh, uh, home and apartment in Harlem, and at this time, Harlem's the epicenter for drugs, gang violence. It was it was horrible. It was one of the worst cities in the country. Um, and right right before we get to our grandparents' apartment, a, a block away, we're held up in broad daylight. And I'm, I'm a little wow. kid. I just got off an army base. I'm looking around. I'm just saying, I'm sure someone's going to do something. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, I tell people I know what it's like to live in a community where the police are unfunded. Uh, the criminals rule the streets. Yeah. And uh, that was my start in life. I went to elementary school there um, from, say, first grade to fifth grade. My mom, God bless her soul, she just couldn't handle all five of us by herself. And um, my dad came and got me and my younger brother to live with him because um, my older, older siblings were getting absorbed into the street culture of Harlem. Mm-hmm. And so I lived um, part of my childhood in Harlem and my other part with my dad in the trailer park in Oklahoma, that's all he could afford because he was paying alimony and child support on a drill sergeant's pay. And so wow. I, I tell people that um, that's how I got my start in life. I've been called ghetto kid. I've been called trailer trash and a lot worse. <laughs> but here's what I learned, Scott, is that this, is that in this country, no matter where you start in life, you don't have to stay there in life. You know, there is a route out, out and this country does it. And and that's what I that's what I talk about when I go and when I meet people, is that um, you know what I I would love to tell you that I'm someone exceptional. I'm not. I live in an exceptional country. I serve an exceptional God, and I I I have an average IQ on my best days. And that if I can do this, you can you can achieve whatever whatever that achievement is in your life as well. Well, you know, and as I read your resume, because I got it in front of me, uh, it's about choices. You know, we've lost the uh, chain of causation concept. I don't know about you, but it sounds like you were uh, uh, raised similar to me. Uh, uh, my 
God was not a God-fearing man, but he sure knew the one verse in the Bible, spare the rod and spoil the child. <laughs> he knew that one uh, verse pretty well, you know, but uh, yeah. uh, it was pretty intense. It was pretty tough, but uh, it was about choices. My dad taught me. He was uh, abusive, but, uh, you know, he uh, he had the right mindset. He just didn't have a lot of upbringing. He had an abusive childhood when he was a child. So, uh, But he, he taught us about choices, and choices have consequences. And, and I do look at you. You're married uh, 35 years, correct? Correct. That's a lot of choices you've had to make to stay married for 35 years, right? <laughs> well, it's uh, right? But you know what? Back, Here, it is yeah. absolutely, Scott. And so, to, to that point, and I make a point to share this. You know, the you know we we have what's going on in our country right now, and they're using race to divide us. And uh, for example, yeah. critical race theory and everything that they're pushing around it. It's not a it's not a new civil rights movement. It's not a black left movement. It is a progressive left movement using racial disparities to drive their agenda. And to your point about choices, I make a point in, in, when I talk that my my siblings made different choices in their lives, and yep. it's been a, and it's, it's been disastrous for for their for their lives, their adult lives, when they especially when they make adult decisions as kids, and it's been disastrous yep. for their children. So so my nieces and nephews. There's there's huge disparity between my children, who grew up in a two-parent family, 35 years stable home environment, and and their cousins, where my siblings made different choices and it had a ramification, a legacy problem issue, for their children and their grandchildren, and the disparity yep. between my kids and and their own cousins, it, um, is huge, huge, and and they're suffering yep. for it, and I mourn I mourn for their lives. And the choices that their their um, my my uh, sisters and brothers made um, as a result yep. of that. Yeah, and but yet you grew up in similar environments. Uh, but again, this is where the and again, I'm a, a man of God. It's not a religious program, but I'm just it, I let the Spirit guide me. The Bible is pretty clear that sins of the father go three to four generations uh, for those who hate the Lord. And so, what he means by that is it's not a, a curse. It means that we create an environment, mental, psychological, physical. For other things to take place, and so technically, um, your nieces and nephews are living in the consequences of what their parents did, and the sins of the father go three to four generations. and And we're going to get into critical race theory and all that. We got two more segments, all that, because I think it's important. But what I believe is going on is we're being programmed, and I think what they're doing, uh, society is doing, and I think you know there's a spirit out there that's driving this, of course. Is that um, because there have there's true absolutely the way uh, black people and treated in the country in the past? Uh, there's no uh, excuse for that. Uh, it's inhumane. It's improper. Uh, Jesus was turned off by it. Uh, he would never have allowed it. And so I'm not condoning things that took place in the past. But I'm a psycho. I'm a counselor. I should say I'm not a psychologist. I'm a counselor, uh, and I teach people. And you do this well. You work with uh, many organizations I'm familiar with that teach people that the battles in the mind between the stimulus and the response there's a space and in that space is our power and our freedom uh, and what's happened is we've now taken people and we've gotten them angry and then made them feel like they're victims and unfortunately a lot of those people are people of color and you uh, c- confront that head-on that's basically what you do correct um, absolutely in fact what I do is, is give people pause to kind of think about what has happened so when Martin Luther King was assassinated, I was five years old. And when he was killed, 
nearly 80% of babies in the black community were born in two-parent families. I was five years old. In my lifetime, we've gone from 80% two-parent families in the black community to 80% fatherless homes without one national initiative to reverse the trend. And I call this, I call it a cultural genocide. We didn't used to live like this. The barriers yeah. that we had during my, my father's and grandfather's era, it was, the country was systemically racist. There, there was sanctioned segregation. Yep. But those yep. barriers have been all in, on all, all purposes removed. The barriers, yep. the disparities we have now, is, and you go to any major city in a country, <clears throat> you're, you're looking at about a 50% to 60% grad, high school graduation rate, and where 80% of these young kids uh, grow up without a father in the home, well, growing up without a father in home is like two strike against you. We know the statistics on these kids, yeah, regardless of race. Yeah, let's take this. Race. Let's take this up after the break. We're going to a hard break okay. right now, Kendall. I want to continue this right after the break because it's really important sure. what you're talking about right now. Today, we're talking okay. with Kendall Qualls, who is president of Take Charge. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. It's not getting better; it's deepening. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. Think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. So that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members, and they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. 
there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creeds. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood amen amen we are so blessed today on like it matters radio we have a man who's making dr king's vision come back because dr king's dream i believe we've been realizing and for some reason we seem to go backwards, and we need good men, good women standing up in these troubled times uh, to speak truth to these lies and to encourage people to give them hope. And one of those men who's doing that is joining us today, Mr. Kendall Qualls. Again, Kendall, thank you so much for joining us. And I, I had to cut you off for the break, and you were going into the stat, which is so stunning. I did not know it was that big of a deal, that when, when you were five years old, when Dr. King was killed, it was 80% of people of color, black children, were born into um, both parents being there. And now today, you said 80% are born in a single parent family. And that to me is stunning. And then how many millions of black children have been aborted? I've said this before and it sounds so mean and I'm so sorry, but the, 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 the most difficult place for a black person to be is in a black womb. And that sounds harsh. But it's true. So what are those stats? And I didn't mean to cut you off. Pick up where you're talking about, about the family structure of the black home. Yeah, so, so that, that is literally a cultural genocide. So even though we, we were poor, we didn't have a lot of tangible assets, we had everything we needed. We had faith, yep. we had family, and we had a desire for a better education. And this is during the worst part of American history. So, I, you know, I lived through that. And so, again, we're not talking divorces. We're talking we're born, we're kids are born. I tell you, the leaders of the civil rights movement are rolling in their grave and the idea of a baby daddy yep. and a baby mama. That didn't exist. Yep. And they didn't, go, they didn't fight for those battles for freedom for that kind of concept. And like I said, it, it, this has happened without one national initiative to reverse the trend. And so yep. what we're doing at Take Charge, we're, we're starting a grassroots movement to restore uh, the, the culture, the community, back to its cultural roots of faith, family, and education. And I, I'm tired of, I'm tired, personally tired of, of the black community being used for political pawns. Um, and these are black leaders as well as, you know, you know white leaders, uh, you know, in our yeah. nation. And, um, yeah. and, and so we're doing it for a grassroots movement, starting in the Twin Cities. And I, I've got um, already volunteers, uh, boots on the ground. And from a military analogy, from my time in service, and, you know, we got air support. We, we, we're growing the largest yeah. organic videos of black Americans that speak positively about the country. They denounce awesome. critical race theory, and they, and they call for this need to co- go back to the, the basic roots of faith, family, and education. And we don't need a government grant. We don't need government help no. to do it. 
and that's what we're doing. Well, we are supposed to be our brother's keeper. People say, I'm not, you know, technically the Bible does tell us that. See, the church, the people like you and I, we are called uh, to be our brother's keeper. We are called, we see a need to meet a need. We are called to be that, that arm up, that hand up, that when our brothers and sisters, and, and again, by brother and sister, I don't mean color. I got to be honest with you, Kendall. When I, when I hear either black people or Hispanic people or even LGBTQT people, they say, my people. We got to protect my people, our people. And I always wonder, I go, well, do I have people? Because I have never collectively looked at a white person and say, I have something in common with that person. I just never thought that way. I don't think that way. That person has nothing to do with me. And Jesus, when he was told that, I think it was Bethany, his mother and his brother were outside the door, and he was, it was getting pretty rowdy inside, uh, they came to him and said, hey, Jesus, your mother and your brother are outside the door. And he says, who is my mother? Who is my brother? But he or she who does the will of my father, that is my mother, that is my brother. I consider you my brother. I consider a, a Chinese Christian my brother more than I can consider the, the, the president of the country who shares the same skin tone with me. But we have absolutely nothing else in common. And I believe what's going on is psychological. You know, I, I, I deal with the mind. So I deal with the conscious mind, the unconscious mind. And we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. The majority of it is unconscious. So if you're going to make any lasting change, you must follow the rules of the unconscious brain because it runs it. And so what I believe is going on is programming. We've been conditioned. Uh, and it's been like if I give you money, it's like, the, it's like the stepdad who just throws money at every problem. If I give you money, that's shown I love you. Well, no, not necessarily. That's not the case. And so I believe what's going on is we're being programmed. There's a mass formation. It's, it's Matthias Desmet, a psychologist, talks about that, that there are four conditions that must exist for this collective mental intoxication to occur. First, we've got to socially isolate people. Second, there has to be a lack of meaning in life. A third, there needs to be a presence of free-floating anxiety. And fourth, there needs a presence of discontentedness. And that fit all four of those, not just fit in with this COVID that's going on, but that fits in so well with the black community and how they've been manipulated uh, and how to believe that people uh, that are against them are truly for them and possibly people who are for them are actually against them. And so, but you're going in and you're dealing with the psyche. So, so give us an example. Do you, you go in and you give talks, you, you set up meetings, you set up organizations. How, how how does your organization work? Well, it's a simple message. You know, and I go, you know, first of all, I don't talk politics because this is not a political issue. This is a cultural issue. So the first thing I say is God, God did not intend for women to raise children alone. And that's number one, heads are nodding, but in most cases, they don't know what to do next. There hasn't been leadership, yep. a, a moral authority leadership, on how we yep. how we should behave, how we should care for one another as a community. Regardless of, it doesn't matter how much money they dangle in front of you to have a child out of wedlock or, or to to leave your yep. spouse. It doesn't matter because it didn't matter before. I mean, our grandparents yep. went through much worse from a systemic yep. racism to a you know this yep. dehum. This humiliation as, as an individual. And the Great Depression. And the Great Depression exactly. in addition to all that. <laughs> exactly. The poverty and everything else. So so I'm, I'm yep. not taking any excuses, but we're showing the way. We're not, we're not, but we're also not, um, um, you know, accusing anyone, belittling anyone. We're, we're showing a yeah. vision for a future that we can have. And it's, and it's, I tell you, the inspiration for this, I have 21 other cities that want to take charge uh, chapter 
across the country. But wow. we're starting slow, methodical here. At, by, the in, by the beginning of next year, we will start expanding. But we're starting it in the ashes and the fires of the Twin Cities where all the riots started and having a yep. different type of rebirth Amen. than what anyone ever expected. Let me ask you, when you approach uh, people, people of color, I'm just kind of curious, and, and you being a person of color, we, when we talked off the radio, I said, you know, you're a perfect man to deliver this message. A good friend of mine, Adrian Lyles, he runs an organization called Pool, P-U-L-L, where he, again, fights the construct of race. But, you know, there's a difference. I'm a white guy, right or wrong, good or bad. I don't get into the emotional, it's fair or good or not. I don't get into all that. Move the judgment aside. Right or wrong, good or bad. Right now, a white person saying what you're saying does not carry the same amount of weight as a person of color saying it. So I wonder, when you talk to people, um, and you you tell them that basically the black community, the black family was better off under Dr. King than it is now, when you talk about the things that you say, is there resistance at the beginning? I know they start nodding their head, but do you get any flack, or, or what's that like? Yeah, the, you know, there, there are people with agenda that, that, that have their views, right? But again, I started the basic yeah. route, and, and the vast... The vast majority of people know this. Again, um, they're not sure what to do next. How do we change it? And a lot of these people that we have leading in our communities, they don't know how to change it either. Um, they haven't been in the private sector. Um, you know, for whatever, my, my, my exposure from the military to, to corporate and the private sector, I've been a private sector guy my entire adult life. I've, I've just started doing this um, just, you know, beginning of last year, uh, I'm sorry, mid-course oh, of last year, and um, okay. it, it's bringing private sector solutions to the public sector in a way that's meaningful. I'm a, I'm a results-oriented person. You know, um, mm. in fact, I, I'm, I'm going to make Take Charge a, a um, you know a short-term project. It should be an eight-year project. It's not like a Red Cross where you need something like that continually. Either we've been successful and we can disband or we've been some failure, and we need to disband. So, I, I, in fact, now we're coming up on this year. We have a seven-year time clock to, to, to finish. And we, got, we, we have some of the results-oriented projects that will help tangibly, um, not just with, hey, you know, we need to make sure our kids are, you know, get, understand marriage, but at the end of the day, you've got to put food on the table. So how do we do that? And the, and the quickest way from poverty to prosperity is the private sector. And we have um, programs that kind of help that process, especially for, for kids that are still in high school. Well, and that's what I'm asking. We're getting ready to go to a break again. But after the break, I'd like to talk about metrics because what you're talking about is metrics. Uh, you know, when I talk, you know, my background's in neurolinguistic programming. I'm an NLP master practitioner. Uh, and it, NLP only works in the presence of desire. So the first thing, you got to create a desire into people or it's got to be there. If it's not there and you can't create it, then it's useless. Uh, if someone doesn't see a need for a, a problem, they don't see a need for a solution, then you're barking up the wrong tree. But metrics are important. And uh, I do this a lot when I do a training. I say, what do you want when the training's done? What do you want them to leave there with? So I always begin with the end of mind. It's what Dr. Covey used to talk about. It's one of the seven habits. Begin with the end of mind. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? If possible, what does it smell like? What does it taste like? Because, you know, because that's what solutions based is. You got to be able to see it, uh, you know. And so after the break, I'd love to know what are some of those metrics? How do you know if take charge is successful? How do you know what is that 
and mark? What does it look like? What does it sound like? Is there a number? Uh, is there a certain outcome in a certain city? Uh, is there? So I really want, want to know, number one, what are your metrics? How will you know if you've been successful? And really the first thing I'd like you to cover when we come back, what is your biggest obstacle? What is your biggest obstacle to the message of Take Charge? So we're getting ready to go hard break. I am Black. We're talking with Kendall Qualls with Take Charge out of Minnesota, and we'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. The American public overwhelmingly voted for socialism when they elected President Obama. Oh, we don't play that. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. 
And today our guest is living all three of those. We got Kendall Qualls, uh, president of Take Charge. Uh, and it's uh, the first of many organizations around the country. It's right there in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, Kendall, um, first question is, what is your biggest obstacle? I think I know what it is, but I'm just kind of curious. You've been doing this for over a year, meeting with people for a lot longer than that. What, what do you, what's your biggest obstacle as you go out there? Well, it, it is um, at apathy, number one. And, and, and uh, right now, we don't have a free press. They, they, they consciously suppress the information about our organization because it, it counters the narrative, pop, the pop, uh, popular culture narrative. And so the, the press suppresses us. Big tech suppresses us. So it is really getting our information out to the, the general public. Yeah, it's stunning. You know, I just got um, I just got my first time ever on my personal account, not my business account. I do keep them separate. My my personal Facebook account just got Facebook jail for the first time, Kendall. First time ever. I've heard people do it all the time. And you know what I did? I there was this poster and it had um, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and it had George Floyd and it says. Uh, Something about to make America great again. We need more uh, Kyles and less Georges. And I just forwarded that, and I put things that make you go, hmm. And that was it. And because of that, they they uh, locked me out for 30 Science. days. Now, here's the interesting thing. Yeah, they silenced me. Here's the interesting thing of the thing that's going on in Kenosha. Kyle's white. The three people that were shot are all white. These are all white people. <laughs> and yet, because Black Lives Matter was doing the rioting, it's now one side is about left and one side's about right, one side's about black. And one side, it's just stunning, but the same thing. They're controlling the narrative, and that's a huge obstacle, isn't it? That's exactly right. We don't, we don't have a free press. Um, in fact, many of them, I've already said publicly, that we know what we don't need this this whole balanced approach of getting a left perspective and giving a right perspective. Yeah. That's kind of passe. We know yeah. what's right, and we're going to just move forward with with their agenda. So you, you have a huge uh, popula- population that's marginalized, and uh, yeah. our message is one of those. Even though we're, we're getting out, and the message is getting out uh, organically. Well, that's why we want to have you on there, because we want to be your biggest proponent. You, I just want you to know you have carte blanche. Uh, you ever want to be on the radio show? You ever want something? We need to mobilize people and mobilize forces to get some help out there. Um, I feel very comfortable uh, talking about all issues. Uh, I got street cred like you do. I was the only white guy in the project, so how about that? We were trailer trash. I was white trash raised <laughs> that way. And so, but and uh, I think it was Herman Cain that says uh, when he grew up, he was Paul. I can't say it the right way. He said, no, it's different than poor. Poor is a financial status, but poor, the way he said it, I can't say it. That's a mental state. And so I had to change my mental state, and that's what you're working on with people. The biggest thing is our own belief system. And uh, that's that's, why the media. Exactly, yeah. Yep, and the media wants to keep that belief system. Yeah. So how do you know? So how will you know, Kendall, when you're successful? What are the metrics? What are you going to see? What are you going to hear? What are you going to notice if what you're doing is successful? How will you know? Well, yeah, you know, let me. I'll answer that in just a second. One thing I want, I, I want to say because this, 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 this true fact is, is a stark when, when I say it out loud because you, you rarely ever hear it, but it's, it's so factually true. This is the yeah. least racist period in our country's history. Factually, the least racist period in our country's history. And again, you have a leftist agenda driving a, driving an agenda. That has yeah. nothing to do with um, you know black people and they're and they're and get trying to get a better condition. They're trying to drive a political agenda using race. So yeah, what the I, um, yeah, go ahead. so that's 
that, that we're looking at is, number one, we know the number of uh, marriage licenses that are applied for in zip codes. Um, so those things that we'll be tracking. The other thing we, you know, we'll be tracking is um, just basic graduation rates. Well, one of the big things that we're going to we want to uh, replicate is what they've done in Birmingham, Alabama, in 2018, and they're still up and running. It's called the Build Up Project. They reinstituted voc- uh, vocational education back into the high school, and these kids, instead of making you know cup holders and ashtrays, these kids they've contracted with private sector uh, and contractors, and they're renovating dilapidated neighbor uh, neighborhoods. Oh, so they're renovating cool. homes. Uh, these homes in dilapidated neighborhoods, and when after the three years that these kids finish high school, now now they can make a middle class wage, yeah. and if they want to go on for two more years, they can go on for two more years and get advanced certification. But either way, they've partnered with the banks in town to get yeah. low interest loans to purchase yeah. those homes they've been working on for the last three years. That is the and that's they have a, a fast trade. track to. They, and they have a, they're, they're employable now, now they can yep. they're, they're earning a salary where they can start a family. This is a fast track way to the middle class to, through the private sector that we want to implement. Amen. That's so spot on. And when you see the abortion rates drop down, we can see that more. Uh, yeah, it's stunning. I think it's one out of four. I, I could be wrong, but I think one out of four black pregnancies end in abortion or something. It's some some stunning amount figure like that. I don't remember the exact figure. That's but, exactly right. Uh, and that's yeah. exactly right. And you, and you know what? Marriage helps with that because the vast majority, yep. over ninety five percent of those yep. abortions, are for single single women. And um, yep. It, re, re-engaging men and bringing up the character of men Amen. protects families, protects children, and even those children that are unborn. Yep. When when men stop leading, uh, families fall apart, and when men stop leading, countries uh, fall apart, and that's what's happening here. And you know as well as I do that. I believe beside, beside, not behind, just like your wife, beside most great men, not all, but most, is a great woman uh, who allows Absolutely. that man. And I agree yeah. that with all my heart. Kendall, how do how do people get involved? How do people uh, rise up and help you out and be a part of your cause? What can they do? Well, there's, there's a few things. I, I get this all the time, especially from pe- people in, from that are not from the black community. They say, "Look, I'm white. What yeah. can I do?" Well, number number one, obviously, we we produce first rate videos, and you can see those again at takechargemn.com, takechargemikenovember.com, and uh, we so contributing helps us make these first rate videos that get that go viral. Second, if you volunteer uh, for a nonprofit that supports the black community or you're on the board, what I have found in the 200 or so nonprofits that, su- that support the community, and they're, and they're good people and they're good organizations, but one of the things that they, they do, if, if they're there to tutor, they're there to tutor. Um, they don't talk about, you know, one of the things you ought to do in life, you know, before you have children, you, you know, you should get married. The statistics and the data shows if you get married first before children, you know, your life and the, that child's life has a very yep. different path. So we need to re, reconstitute and, and be bold enough to say, look, are, are we teaching these kids? Are we instructing these kids that marriage is the route? Yes, get a good education, but marriage should be that step when you, before you have children. And so not only suggest it, insist it, if you're, if you're donating and if you're part of um, an organization. Then secondly... Start a relationship uh, with you know don't 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 say well my church is you know partnering with another black church. Hey look, uh, we make uh, relationships. People change lives through relationships. So that's mm-hmm. how that's what I would suggest. And then again, uh, we provide some there's some information and resources on our website that uh, people can download. 
Awesome. And I'm sure you're open to donations as well. I want you, the money, their time, their their support in all many different yep. ways, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Um, that, that, that helps in a big way because, uh, again, it helps us, uh, you know, get through the messages of being suppressed by the mainstream media and big tech. Well, and again, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm going to, um, technically disagree with you on one thing you said that we live probably in the least rate, uh, racial time, I think you said. And I, I believe it's actually worse because we're going backwards. I mean, I saw over 200 universities now have black-only graduations. The Dallas Baptist University, this is supposed to be a Christian organization, uh, just re- had a, a black-only time for graduates to get together so they can relax. And I'm like, wow, we can only do that without white people. I mean, I just hear stuff like that. Uh, and I really believe it goes back to the God thing. The black community has always been connected to God. Uh, it's the Negro spirituals that uh, Dr. King sang, and his people as they're being water hosed and beaten on. It's so uh, wrong what was done, and yet they love. Dr. King never marched at night. He didn't tear up things. Uh, he was spit upon. He was called every name like Jackie Robinson, and yet he responded uh, like a Christian would respond. And but we need well, to go back to dignity. Exactly, amen, and, and I'll amen. say this one last thing. Well, one of the things that I, you know, I share, and especially in the black community, we can control our future, our destiny, and it starts with this. It starts with understanding that this is our prodigal moment, and it's time to come home. Amen. Amen. I thank you so much, Kenneth Quills. I mean that. Uh, please, uh, anything I can do personally uh, through a radio show, uh, I- I'm on your team, so let me know what I can do to serve, okay? I appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much. God bless you. All right, Kendall. God bless you very much. Bye-bye. No, ladies and gentlemen, we can sit on the sidelines and complain, or we can be in the game and and change, change lives. And it all starts with our mindset. Uh, Everything starts with a belief system. This is where I go back. This is why I do this radio show. To think is to create. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. To guard your heart and your mind. This is the key. In order to guard it, you got to know how it works. So let us help you figure out what's going on so you can live your life like it truly matters. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. Holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's electrical pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Get that back check attack, back check barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that RackShack attack, RackShack barbecue. Oh, yeah. Ringing Liberty. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.